When something goes in the eyes, it goes directly to the neshama. What the eye sees, now just imagine, think about, okay, if you're 40 years old, if you're 50 years old, if you're 20 years old, think about a movie that you saw 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. You saw John Wayne or Iwo Jima, or you saw Rocky One or Rocky Two. And just the look on Rocky's face when, when, he, when, he, got, when he got hit by uh, Mr. T. You still remember this. This other movie 23 years ago, still remember an exact detail. Or War and Peace, any movie. It is amazing. I'm wondering why is the effect so profound on what the eyes see? Well, Rav Shalom, he explained this to me. I asked Rav Shalom, I said, yeah, how is it that the effect of what goes in the eyes goes so directly on the neshama and it's ingrained for the next 85 years? Rav Shalom told me he had the same exact question and he took it to Ibodadut and he got a big chidush. Rav Shalom said the difference between, let's see, a VCR, a video camera recorder, and the eyes. He said, when you take a video image, you get a flat image. Have a flat image. Not so in the eyes. When the eyes record an image, it's not only three-dimensional, it adds a fourth dimension, the dimension of emotions and lust. In other words, suppose that you're a happily married grandfather and you've got ten kids and you've got a hundred grandchildren, all right, and you made Shuva 70 years ago. Okay, you're a happily married 90-year-old grandfather. We still remember. The girl you looked at, the good-looking girl you looked at when you were 18, and you still remember how you felt when you looked at that girl, is 90 today. Still remembers how he looks. This is the way, this is the way Rav Shalom explained to me, the way the Neshama records an image. Not only the flat visual image, not only with the dimensions of the emotions, but with the lust that goes along with it. That is the power of the eyes. This is so profound that if a person succeeds in guarding his eyes, now listen to this, if a person succeeds in guarding his eyes, the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, has no power over the person. In other words, we know that the Yetzirah tries to make us into slaves. The Gemara in Tractate Sukkot, in Tractate Sukkah, the Gemara says, that a person is not capable of overcoming the evil inclination on his own. If Hashem does not help him, he cannot overcome on his own. Which means, we're flesh and blood. The Yetzer, the evil inclination, is an angel, has a power. It's man against an angel. This is Jacob against the angel, the evil angel, what we call the Samach Mem, Esau's minister, up in Shemaim, revisited. In other words, what we read in the Torah about Jacob and the angel, it's not a one-shot wrestling match that happened once in history. It's all the time, every day with each one of us. Each one of us, every day, has a pit match, okay? Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, against the Eight Sahara. Against the Eight Sahara. Okay? Every day. Now the way... To beat the Eight Sahara, where he has no control. In other words, imagine going to a wrestling match and you completely cover yourself with olive oil. And your opponent tries to grab you and you slip, you're slippery like a duck. You slip out of his head, he can't hold you. 
It's like you go into an opponent, you're covered with oil. He can't grab you. He can't knock you down. He can't do anything. This is exactly when a person guards his eyes, it's like covering his neshama with olive oil. The answer can't grab him at all. Thank you for listening to the Guard Your Eyes Daily Chizuk Broadcast. Pass them on to your friends and help spread Kedusha in the world.